At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for Rush Hour with Danny Burke. Presented by Bet Rivers. Happy Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome into another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, of course, your host, live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook here in the Chicagoland area in Des Plaines, Illinois, to be exact, at the Rivers Casino. And tonight we got a solid one planned for you. Fellow VEASAN host Jeff Parles will be joining us in 10 minutes. We'll talk some hockey tonight. We got game three to look forward to with the Lightning and the Canadians. See if Jeff's got any baseball action. And then, of course, we'll kind of take a gander into game six. What did that line open up at now that the Hawks are down a game? Can Milwaukee get the job done? Or will Atlanta force a game seven back in Milwaukee? We'll talk all things surrounding those sports with Jeff. After, we'll get into some of my plays I have not only for tonight in baseball, but tomorrow revolving that game between Atlanta and Milwaukee. Then we got some football action as well, some more props that I want to get into, or player awards, rather, for the upcoming NFL season. And then we'll go fully into the MLB slate with Chuck Edel, pro sports better. Great work when it comes to handicapping baseball. So we'll see if he's got any big plays tonight on the Major League Baseball slate. But like we typically do, uh, we've been starting out these past couple weeks with just updating the series prices, the finals odds, championship odds, all that good stuff when it comes to the NBA postseason. So uh, yesterday we talked a lot about the finals MVP. And when we talked specifically to JVT, the senior NBA analyst, uh, he was perplexed by the fact that Chris Paul was not the short shot to win finals MVP. Now, if we look to update it, 
And earlier today, it wasn't how it is. So they were both at 2-1. to one. Chris Paul and Devin Booker were at 2-1 to one odds to win finals MVP. Then about, what, two or three hours ago, it finally shifted. And Chris Paul now is the short shot to win the award. So Chris Paul, if you believe he wins the NBA Finals MVP award, he is plus 175. Devin Booker is now plus 230. Giannis is 4-1. to one. Chris Middleton has moved down as well after his solid performance. Remember, he was at about, what, 11-1, to one, and now we're seeing him at 7-1. to one. Drew Holiday, 12-1. to one. Trey Young, 16-1. to one. DeAndre Ayton at 25-1. to one. Now, again, you know what we've done, and if you haven't, basically a couple weeks ago, instead of betting the Suns to win the championship at plus 155, snagged Chris Paul 5-1 to one to win finals MVP, along with Devin Booker at plus 310. And look, if you still want to get in, on the Phoenix Suns to win the championship, then I still think this is the best route because minus 175 is what they are to win the championship. Then you get Milwaukee at about plus 180. The Hawks are 12 to 1. But again, at this point, have either of these teams between Atlanta and Milwaukee voted any confidence enough for you to think that they could overcome the Suns team? Uh, personally, I don't. And you tag that along with that. Both of their star players are banged up right now. So Regardless of who wins, that's going to be lingering in the background. And just honestly, this Suns team is very deep, very well coached, and just has a great camaraderie and consistency that we've seen all throughout this postseason that they deserve to be the favorite. And again, so instead of laying the minus 175, I think because they're the shorter shot right now, you just bet Chris Paul to win this award. Is everybody we've talked to and you know on air, off air that I've talked to, it's the narrative-driven award. We're beating the dead horse by saying that, but really, it's true. And Chris Paul literally had all the attention on him after they finally overcame the Clippers. They talked with him after the game. All the social media is revolving around Chris Paul and what his story is leading into it. And again, like JBT also mentioned last night, like Devin Booker has to consistently rack up, what, about 28-plus points, 7 to 8 assists per game to really win this award. But Chris Paul is the reason they're here. There's no doubt about that. What he did to flip this team around from what they were last year up until this season. What, it's been 10 dry years since they made the playoffs and the first team to do that and make the championship. It's incredible. And Chris Paul is a huge reason and pretty much, I don't want to say the sole reason, but the main reason that everything flipped around. Imani Williams has done great as a head coach as well, and Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden have all played their part. But Chris Paul, if the Suns win the championship, more than likely he's going to be the finals MVP. So plus 175 is the price you can get right now. Yesterday it was 2-1. to one. It's not the prettiest price, but if you're going to do anything and you've seen what these teams have presented being Milwaukee and Atlanta and you're not trusting them because of the injuries and that it could just go seven games, probably jump on this sooner rather than later. So once again, Chris Paul has now moved down to about plus 175. Devin Booker is plus 230. Both of these guys were 2-1 to one yesterday. Now, you could make the case for Giannis if you think the Bucks advance at 4-1, to one, considering what you're seeing Milwaukee's odds to win the championship at plus 180. That's just a little bit more difficult, considering you don't know the severity of Giannis's injury. So that one I'd probably hold off. Chris Paul's still your top dog to win the award at plus 175. All right, once again, welcome into the show, Rush Hour. It's presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook here. On a Friday evening, updating the NBA Finals MVP odds as we get things underway here on the program. Chris Paul, the short shot now at plus 175. Devin Booker comes next at plus 230. Basically what I was saying to kick things off is if you want to bet the Phoenix Suns instead of laying the minus 175, 
probably just go Chris Paul plus 175 instead of both Booker and Paul, which we did a couple weeks ago. Now that the odds are shorter, can probably just narrow it down to Chris Paul at plus 175. But all right, let's get you also lined up with the early odds and where the movement has gone for game six in Atlanta between the Hawks and the Bucks. Now, this one open as a pick em, and the injury status for both of these players being Giannis Antetokounmpo and Trey Young. Giannis is doubtful. Trey Young currently is questionable. Now, it seemed like Trey Young was actually pretty close to playing in the last game, and since this is an elimination game, I feel like you have a little bit more faith in this game as opposed to the last that he's going to be out on the floor. I mean, you have to give it everything you got at this point in this winner-go-home situation, right? Unless the injury is just that severe and could hurt him even longer down the road. That would be my thought process at least. But look, now, so like I said, this one open at a pick -em. It's gone up to two and a half in some spots. Currently, that's what it is at Bat Rivers for Atlanta. They're also minus 141 on the money line. Milwaukee's plus 118 on the buyback. This total open 215 went up to 216 and a half. JVT was talking about betting the over last night, and obviously that was a good look, and he's saying the same thing for this game here. With Giannis off the floor, they get worse defensively and spread the ball out more offensively, and that could be the same case. So maybe the over could be a good look. I'm looking toward the Hawks. I got a play on them, which we'll get to a little bit later in the show. But I think this series is going to go seven games. Now, do I think that Atlanta gets the job done overall in the series? Not so much. But let's kind of take a look at some of these series prices because now the Bucks are minus 480 to win the series. The Hawks plus 350. You think the Bucks win in six. Obviously, you know, correlate that depending on what it looks like for the money line, plus 118, but it's plus 110 for them to win in six, so just bet them on the money line at that point. The Bucks to win in seven is plus 175, or now it's moved down actually to plus 150. The Hawks to win in seven is plus 350. Only move I would make with the longer-term bets in this series would be the Bucks to win in seven. I like the Hawks in game six a little bit more so, but then I think the Bucks, if it goes to game seven, bounce back, get the job done at home in game seven. Let's get Jeff Parle's thoughts on the subject, why don't we? You know him, fellow VEASAN host, does a great job hosting VEASAN's Bet Center on the weekends alongside Tim Murray, uh, Tim Murray also on the nightcap Mondays through Fridays. And you can follow him on Twitter at Jeff Parles. Now, Jeff, like we said, we've seen early movement in this game. Atlanta now a two-and-a-half-point favorite. It opened at a pick -em, so the Hawks getting early love. The over getting a little bit of early attention as well, 215 up to 216 and a half. I know you and I were talking earlier today, and it's kind of a throw-your-hands-up-in-the-air situation. At least that's what your analysis kind of was earlier. Are you still standing by that in terms of looking forward to Game 6? Danny, as always, good to be on with you. And, and look, uh, yeah, it, it is kind of what – and this is kind of what the series has turned into. It's turned into, hey, I'm not really sure what I'm watching just because uh, we don't know the, uh, the what – the stars are going to be. We don't know if Giannis is going to play. We assume he's not going to. We don't know if Trey Young's going to play in game six. So it's, look, it's a pretty tough scenario here trying to handicap this game six. I mean, especially coming off a game where, I mean, Danny, did you did you see Bobby Portis and Brooke Lopez combining for 55 points? I mean, I don't think anyone saw that coming. So, look, if you made me bet it, I would take Atlanta. I, I just, I again, Role players play better at home than they do on the road usually, especially now that full crowds are back. So I would anticipate that Portis and Lopez come back to what really what their what their production was earlier in the series. Maybe not as little as they did earlier in the series, but nothing like we saw in game number five. And then on the Atlanta side, I, I know Bogdanovich played great last night, even though it was a losing effort. 
you probably see a little bit better, a better play out of out of Reddish, a little bit better. Uh, Gallinari was good last night as well, but maybe you see a little bit of a better play out of Gallinari even even further uh, being back at home. So I, I would it would be again the slightest of slight leans towards Atlanta, but I more than likely will not bet aside. The total's more interesting though, Danny, just because the Bucks without Giannis are a much worse defensive team than they are with him. And we saw that last night. It was really that the Hawks' defense failed in in more than anything. Uh, Atlanta's offense was good enough to at least stay in that game last night. So maybe a look at the over with that low total. But sidewise, this is a a very, very difficult cap game for me. Yeah, and I think what you brought up is really important in the sense that role players play better at home. And I think that's what the truth is has been and is going to be in this game and that's why I'm looking toward the side of Atlanta as well and honestly it's been a zigzag series and it seems like all the crazy stuff that it's happened just from Atlanta winning game one to getting demolished in game two to the star players both getting injured it seems like it has the feel that the series has to go seven games but you're right it's still hard to trust them at the end of the day because you just don't know what Hawks team I feel like you're going to get is the big question but I'm with you looking toward Atlanta in the spot and probably gravitating a little bit to the over Now, again, you and I also had a conversation about this earlier today, but I wanted to revisit it. And since the Suns are already locked up in the finals, who do you think presents a more challenging matchup for the Suns between the Bucs and the Hawks? And what would you envision those series prices to be? Okay, so this is, uh, I I actually think Atlanta matches up better with with, with Phoenix, uh, just because if Giannis is out, I just don't see how Milwaukee can win four out of seven against Phoenix. And if Trey Young's out, it's probably the same deal uh, for for Atlanta. But I think Young is probably a little bit closer to being ready than Giannis. Again, it, it, they're both, I mean, Trey Young's injury is taking him out for two games. That's uh, for, for a bone bruise uh, that's probably not going to heal by the time the NBA Finals are even done. Uh, but a hyperextended knee and, and the way that Giannis, with how elastic Giannis is, obviously, uh, that's tough to see him be ready to go for an NBA Finals. If we're pricing this right now, Danny, I'm just, if it's Atlanta, it's probably going to be a little bit less than Phoenix than you would anticipate because a lot of folks have a ton of liability on the Hawks because people were betting Atlanta to win the East and, and win uh, the NBA championship in heavy numbers earlier this year, especially bloated numbers. So I would say Phoenix, uh, I think they should probably be about minus, especially if Young's out, minus 350. I don't think that will be the price. I think it'll be closer to 250. Uh, if they play Atlanta, if it's Milwaukee, it's funny because pre Giannis injury, the Westgate put out a plus one thirty on as a dog, uh, minus one fifty on the take back for Milwaukee. Uh, I would say that price would probably flip the Milwaukee Phoenix uh, final, where Phoenix is about minus one forty five, minus one fifty. Uh, if Giannis is questionable, if Giannis is ruled out, then you're probably approaching two dollars on Phoenix. Yeah, it's kind of funny, Jeff, because you and I are on the same thought process here. I, I think Atlanta kind of poses a little bit more of a challenge for the Suns team just because of how deep they are and the shooters that they can keep up with. And it seems weird to say that considering they're down to Milwaukee right here, but it's all about matchups. And I agree. I think it's going to be priced differently if it's Milwaukee versus Atlanta and that Milwaukee versus the Suns would be a little bit more narrow and that the Suns wouldn't be as big of a favorite as opposed to if it was Atlanta. However, I think Trey Young, if he's fully healthy, could present some difficulties maybe for the Suns team. So I agree with you there. Regardless, I know you and I are on the same page thinking that it's going to be Phoenix all the way. And 
with that in mind, I mean, they're minus 175 to win the championship. Before we brought you on, I was looking at finals MVP odds. You know, Chris Paul, everybody's thinking it's him to win the award. It's almost his award to lose. He's plus 175. Booker is plus 230. For you, it's got to be Chris Paul or nothing, right? Yeah, I would I would say so, Danny. And and not only that, you just look at the again. I was talking about this with James Salinas earlier on Betting Across America on on the network, Danny. When we're handicapping awards that are people voting for things, narratives as much as we don't want narratives to matter, narratives matter in a scenario like this. So for me, Danny, I would be all over Chris Paul. Uh, again, if you're getting a, a plus 175, that's a really good number. A lot of other places have plus 130 right now. So I would only bet Chris Paul in his first final. The only way that I see Booker winning the MVP of the finals would be if he significantly outplays Paul, which is possible, Danny. But I, again, I, I think Chris Paul is going to be your NBA finals MVP, assuming that the Phoenix Suns win the title. And at this point, I think they're winning the title. Decent host Jeff Parles with us here on Rush Hour talking some NBA Finals odds. But, Jeff, let's flip the script, go to the ice, talk some Stanley Cup Finals odds tonight. Game three in Montreal, the Canadiens, the home dog against the Lightning. And Tampa Bay has had a strong hold of this series thus far, up 2-0, looking to make it 3-0. Now, they opened about minus 150. They're currently minus 132 at Bet Rivers, and the Canadiens about plus 114. This total at five, slightly shaded to the over. Minus 122, but last game we saw it stay under five. Who gets the outright win here, and what are you thinking about number of goals scored? Danny, I'm on Tampa to sweep. I bet that pre-series it's plus 615, and I really hope it gets there. Uh, and I anticipate it getting there at this point. It's just a different level of competition, and it's funny that I'm saying it that way because I thought Vegas and Colorado were the two best teams going into this tournament, and it looked like it was going to prove that way. And then Vegas just had a horrible series against Montreal. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And and Tampa had a had a war against the Islanders, and they got it done. And it just seems that the fact that Tampa did, did won the cup a year ago, even though it was again odd circumstances, has given them an extra build of resiliency that this team didn't really have until they won that cup. And Montreal, again, at some point, the lack of talent was going to show up. And this is the series that it showed up. So if you're going to give me that price tonight on Tampa, I would very happily take it, especially going to give me less than $1.30. Uh, I, I don't care that it's on the road. Tampa's significantly better. And I would lean to the under. I just I just don't see Montreal scoring goals in this series. I mean, they, they won in game one. They won the, uh, in game two. Wouldn't shock me if they have another just score another single goal in game three. So Tampa in the under would be the way I would go tonight. Yeah, and it's funny, when you look at the bets that you can play for the long term, I know you got over $6 for them to sweep. If you think they sweep still, it's plus 170, or you could just bet under four and a half games at plus 180, get 10 cents better. Still could be a viable option, of course, and you're going to want to take it before tonight. Naturally, if you think Tampa Bay can cruise before we look forward to game four. And, you know, Jeff, this NHL playoff has really been fascinating because of how hot the Canadians have been. But you're right. I was with you, too. I mean, VGK in Colorado – that was going to be such a tough series, and it was. And, you know, I, I had that VGK ticket and thought once we got to Montreal, it was going to be smooth sailing for the most part, but that just didn't happen. So what do you think it is that kind of is stopping Montreal right now? Is it that they're kind of coming back to reality, or is it more so that Tampa Bay's now the team catching the hot hand? 
I think it's more of the first than the second. Danny, when you're a 42% winning percentage team like Montreal was in the regular season, at some point you're going to come crashing back to earth. I'm sorry. That's just how it works. And it, it definitely other thing plays a role, too. Vasilevsky's been awesome this postseason. Uh, he's your consummate favorite right now for a reason. And, and look, Tampa's just a, a different animal uh, in the way of how they are now in the postseason. Again, winning a cup does wonders for your playoff ability confidence, Danny. And I know that's a simplistic way to look at it, but they know how to win. They've already won their one cup, and it looks like they're going to win their second one. And, again, vastly superior talent-wise. And one other thing, too, and this is also – this is definitely played through the first three series. Vasilevsky has been better than Price in this series. Price had been way better than every other goaltender that he had seen so far in his, in his, in his playoff. Better uh, in that Toronto series, especially the last three games. He was better than Hellebuck the whole Winnipeg series. And other than game four, where Robert Leonard outplayed him, he was better than whoever Vegas had put in net in the other five games. So I, I, you, you really are just finally looking up at a goaltender that's equally as hot and, is, and playing equally as well as Carey Price. And Vasilevsky's been better. So that's, that's really the simplistic way to look at it. The talent gap finally showed up, and Price has not been better than his opponent. And uh, that, that's, that's why Tampa's up 2-0, and that's why I think Tampa's going to end up, again, you don't cruise to a championship in a, in a Stanley Cup final, but it's going to look pretty darn close to that. All right, Jeff, a minute left here, my man. Anything you got on the baseball slate tonight? Decent slate to look forward to with the later games. Anything that caught your interest? So I bet Washington so I earlier against the Dodgers. Again, um, you don't see Max Scherzer uh, as a home dog, especially. Uh, it was surprising. It's Urias for the Dodgers. I would have anticipated you see uh, Scherzer as a dog at home against a guy like Bueller or Kershaw, but not Urias, and uh, we got Kershaw, excuse me, got Scherzer as a dog, so I took that. And then, uh, Danny, I can't help myself. Subway Series game tonight in the Bronx, Mets and the Yankees. Game's got in a rain delay to begin, and I look, I can't really uh, can't really uh, help myself, but uh, I bet Taiwan Walker at the Mets. So I'm sure I'll be miserable by the end of the night with that, Danny. What have the Mets ever made you miserable? That doesn't happen. What are you talking about, man? Come on. <laughs> All right, Jeff. Well, hey, I appreciate it as always, my man. Enjoy those games tonight. We'll look forward to catching up again soon, my friend. Of course, Danny. Uh, enjoy the 4th of July weekend, buddy. You bet. You as well, pal. All right. Jeff Parles, ladies and gentlemen, at Jeff Parles on Twitter. Naturally, you catch him hosting Beeson's Bet Center on the weekends. And then the nightcap also with Tim Murray, Monday through Friday. Great work all around VEASAN, the sports betting network. But, hey, we got my bets coming up next, and we were talking about it a little bit already with Jeff and that Hawks game with the Bucks. It's moving up in favor of Atlanta. we got a little time to spend on my analysis with it because, you know, we won't have the show tomorrow. But I am going with Atlanta. I know Jeff is just slightly leaning that way and a little bit more conviction with the over, and that's kind of who uh, or what VEASAN senior NBA analyst JVT was saying, the same thing, too. I mean, Giannis off the floor, the Bucks' defense getting a lot worse. And then offensively, they kind of just spread it out more. See if those role players can step up for Milwaukee once again, like Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez, as Jeff alluded to. I agree with the sentiment. The role players play better in front of the home crowd. And it seems like those home points have kind of gotten taken out a little bit when it comes to handicapping as of late. But this series seems to have a little bit more importance, especially now with these star players not in the mix. So we'll get into that game a little bit more so. And then I got a few plays on the diamond tonight. One prop and two outright winners. Stick around here on Rush Hour. I'll let you know what those are next right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get the most odds with Bet Rivers. Daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams, only at your hometown sportsbook. And to make your experience even more rewarding, Bet Rivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. Offer valid in Illinois only, must be 21 or older. Gambling prompt, call 1 800 Gambler. Not valid for any participant of the Illinois Gaming Board statewide voluntary self exclusion program. Daily hometown discounts all available. Check them out now, betrivers.com. All righty, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook, the show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Big shout-out to Jeff Parles hopping on to get things started off on a Friday evening. Still to come, professional sports better Chuck Edel will dive through the Major League Baseball slate this evening, give us some of his plays on the diamond. And speaking of which, let me rifle off some of mine that I got in baseball tonight. Let's go ahead and start with Baltimore and Los Angeles. Both of these teams on a nice little hot streak. Baltimore is even a little bit more so. Remember, they just swept the Houston Astros on the road. Well, now they go out to the West Coast, more West Coast, I suppose, in California to take on the Angels, who just won two out of three against the Yankees. Currently, the Angels up to minus 190 on the money line. Baltimore's plus 163. We're seeing the total at 9.5. Now this one open minus 168. I hopped on it early, got minus 176 with the Angels, and rarely do I lay something that high in baseball. I mean, it's not something that I like to do. So uh, I, I did do it today, though, because I really like this matchup considering the Orioles coming off that sweep. you got to think they kind of come back down to reality with a kid on the mound tonight. The Southpaws 0-4 
7.11 ERA with a 4.75 XFIP and a 1.61 whip. Now you're getting Griffin Canning on the other side for the Angels, who's 5-4 with a 4.95 ERA, not the best XFIP at 4.52 or whip at 1.42. But look, when you're looking at this Angels team, and I honestly have avoided them all year, I've been adamant about that. But I like them in the spot tonight because they have done well against lefties this year. 762 OPS against Southpaws, which is sixth best in the big leagues. Now, Akin also, his last four games, he's given up six earned runs, five earned runs, eight earned runs, and three earned runs, all respectively. So he has been big time on the struggle bus. Orioles coming off that high. I think it's a good spot for the Angels here. Now, naturally, I wouldn't advocate laying the minus 190, so you could always go with the run line at even money for the Angels. think it could be a big night for Los Angeles. But again, I laid the minus 176 with Los Angeles on the money line. Big movement toward the Angels tonight. Now let's go to another game that also presented some decent movement. Let's talk San Francisco and Arizona. Thought this could be a good look last night when we were talking with VEASAN's betting reporter Josh Applebaum, Cueto against Kelly, but Kelly did get the job done, so props to Merrill Kelly. But thinking it's a good look for San Fran tonight. They've lost four in a row, and coming off that loss last night to Arizona, I think it's a great bounce-back opportunity. They open being San Francisco, a minus-131 favorite. Currently, they're minus-157. The total we're seeing is 8.5. I played the Giants earlier at minus-139, would still probably, if you're comfortable with doing so, recommend laying the minus-157, maybe see if you could get a better number. But look, you're getting Alex Wood on the bump, the southpaw for the Giants tonight, who's been pretty solid for San Francisco. 6-3 with a 3.91 ERA, an even better exit for 3.60. Tag that along with a 1.18 whip. Now Zach Gallon's taking the mound for the D-backs, who hasn't been too shabby, but he's 1-3 with a 4.10 exit and a 1.26 whip. Now when you look at Gallon and what he's done uh, recently, it, it just really hasn't been anything that impressive, I guess I, I could say, as of late. And you look at what the D-backs pitching rotation presents when it comes to the bullpen, they're 5.31 bullpen ERA, which is 28th in Major League Baseball. Giants have a 3.24 bullpen ERA, third in baseball. So also the Diamondbacks, the last 15 days, 651 OPS, 27th worst in the big leagues. Giants against lefties have been pretty solid, not too bad this year. Thinking it's a good bounce-back opportunity with Alex Wood on the mound. So I played San Francisco minus 139 on the money line. And speaking of Alex Wood, also played him over five and a half strikeouts, plus 110. Surprise, this is plus money. Arizona is striking out about nine times per game. The last time Wood went up against the D-backs, he registered seven strikeouts himself. Eight out of 13 starts this season, he has gone over five and a half Ks in two out of the last three games. So I played also Alex Wood over five and a half Ks, plus 110, and the Giants at minus 139. And then finally, like we already talked about earlier, in the day, I played Atlanta minus 130 on the money line, thinking this series goes to seven games and that we see Trey Young, probably not Giannis. It'd be weird if this series didn't go to seven games. So I played the money line to be a little bit safe, played minus 130 with Atlanta in terms of NBA tomorrow. But baseball, like we said, went with the Angels on the money line, Giants on the money line, and Wood over five and a half Ks at plus 110. Best of luck, as always, if you tell with any of our wagers. Hopefully we can cash some winners here heading into the weekend. Let's switch it up next, talking a little bit of football here on Rush Hour. Stick around.
have a new feature on VEASAN.com. Every day we're posting the latest betting splits on every game in the major sports with current odds, along with what percentage of bets and money are being placed on each game. You can check this info daily to find out which games are seeing the most tickets written and if that matches up with the money coming in on those games to help you find a betting edge. And, of course, we have all the odds, data, and analysis for every game as well. So go ahead and start your next sports bet at VEASAN.com, B-S-I-N.com. All righty, it is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Danny Burke, your host, here on a Friday evening out of the Bet River Sportsbook, getting you ready for all the baseball action tonight. Chuck Edel, still to come to kind of dissolve more in that, was just giving away some plays last segment when it comes to Major League Baseball and tomorrow's Eastern Conference matchup with the Hawks and the Bucks. Before we get to more baseball tonight, let's look at another angle in the NFL for this upcoming season. Now, we've been talking about NFL Rookie Offensive Player of the Year and looking at specific player props like David Montgomery, Kirk Cousins yesterday, but let's kind of go in more of the broader scale and look at NFL Offensive Player of the Year. Now, Aziz's odds are currently stacked up at Bet Rivers. The reigning winner of this award, Derrick Henry, is the short shot once again, 6-1 to one to win the award. Patrick Mahomes, your winner a couple years back in 2018, he is 7-1. to one. Christian McCaffrey coming off the season where he just played three games is 8-1. George Kittle, 12-1. Dalvin Cook, 14-1. Nick Chubb, 16-1. The list goes on and on and on. Now, uh, let's just start with Patrick Mahomes to throw this out there at 7-1. And it always seems like he can be the easy option, right? And you're like, well, of course you would bet Patrick Mahomes. He's an absolute beast. He's dominant. You expect that out of him. So why wouldn't you do it then if you're going to expect him to have a great season? Now, in 2020, he did just play 15 games out of 16. 66% 66% completion, 4,740 passing yards, 38 TDs, and six interceptions. Now, what you also have to consider is, one, how is the offense going to look? Two, who are his opponents going to look like? And really, also, that this is a 17-game season. Now it's a 17-game season for every player involved here. So the thing that kind of scares you, too, is that they have a pretty favorable schedule. The toughest opponents he's going to see defensively consist of Cleveland, the Washington football team, Baltimore, the Steelers, and if the Broncos are going to be good defensively, you'll see them twice. But also, if the Chiefs are dominating this division, maybe he doesn't go the full season. They sit him out the last game or two. Realistically, probably just the last game. So something to consider, and it's not a major reason to not want to bet him here, but if it comes down to padding stats at the end, maybe that is the deciding factor. But also, you have to consider that they did invest heavily in their offensive line could be coming back with vengeance after that bad loss in the Super Bowl. But Patrick Mahomes is always a pretty reliable bet. 7-1 isn't the worst value. I honestly like that a little bit better than Derrick Henry at 6-1. And Derrick Henry has incrementally gotten better and better each year. But he's just such a workhorse right now. And we know the lifespan of running backs at this point in the league don't go that far. At what point is Derrick Henry just going to slow down and... You know, you hate to root, and not root for it, you hate to even bring it up, but always injuries could be a concern, and it can with any player in, in the NFL, but especially more so with a guy who's taking hits on, you know, pretty much every other play at this point because he's getting so many attempts. I mean, 378 last year, 2,027 rushing yards, and he averaged about 5.4 yards per carry. So, look, you get how great Derrick Henry is and how the offense goes through him, but at that short of a number... And because, you know, it's tough to bank on him to do it again, I would probably stay away from Derrick Henry and feel a little bit more comfortable with Patrick Mahomes. Now, you know, just looking into players that have repeated this award since 1972, only Earl Campbell and Marshall Falk have done it. And when they did it, they won it three consecutive times each. So something to keep in mind, you think Derrick Henry can't do it. It has only happened twice. 
Not so sure to rush to the counter if you think it's going to happen again with Derrick Henry. And at 6-1, to one, I think there's better options, Patrick Mahomes being one of them. Now, Christian McCaffrey, if you look at him about, at about 8-1, to one, the thing that scares me about McCaffrey is, one, yes, he was injured last year. The year before, he was an absolute beast, and the reason he didn't win that award in 2019 was because it was such an anomaly how great of a year Michael Thomas was having as a receiver. And also, you have to remember, all these guys who have won the award in the past, I mean, Derrick Henry last year, Michael Thomas, Mahomes, Todd Gurley, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, DeMarco Murray, even in 2014 with the Cowboys, the list goes on and on and on. All of these guys were part of a winning team. The Panthers aren't going to be looking that good this year, let's be honest. So you don't get as much attention, and really you're not under the spotlight as much. And as much as I love Christian McCaffrey as a player, especially on my fantasy football team, I think it's a lot to rely on McCaffrey here. Now the offense is absolutely going to be running through him, but because he's probably going to be on a losing team, might not be your best bet. And it's not a direct correlation, but... That's just kind of the way the trends have gone in the past 10 seasons. And like we said, then you get George Kittle at 12 to 1. What scares me a little bit about George Kittle at 12 to 1 is I don't really want to bet a receiver for this award. Michael Thomas is the only receiver to win it in the past 10 years. Otherwise, it's been six quarterbacks since 2010, four running backs, and one receiver. And also, I'm just not really that enthralled with betting George Kittle in this in the first place. But a guy who sticks out to me more so than any other is Dalvin Cook at 14-1, and I'm chuckling here because my buddy Dave Farah, uh, who I host his show, Betting Across America with Back in Vegas, chirped at me at Twitter a little bit when we were talking about Kirk Cousins and his overpassing yards, and here I am touting up the Vikings once again, and honestly, rightfully so, with his value at Dalvin Cook at 14-1, I think he could be a legitimate option to win this award. Now, what concerns you with Dalvin Cook, naturally, is his injury concerns. I mean, in 2020, played 14 games, had 312 rushing attempts, over 1,500 rushing yards, 16 touchdowns, 5 yards per attempt, 111 rushing yards per game. Receiving, even racked up 44 receptions, 1 touchdown in the air. If Delvin Cook can stay healthy, Minnesota, in my mind, is the top team to win the NFC North right now as well. Delvin Cook is another guy this offense kind of runs through. I mean, we know Jefferson did great. Thielen can do great. But Dalvin Cook is the reason they go. And if he can stay healthy in an elongated season, I think he has a great opportunity, especially at 14-1. to Now, the tough thing is he has to see the Bears twice if we still think the Bears are going to have a great defense. The run defense, you know, kind of took a slide last season. And even in two games against Chicago, had 228 total rushing yards, one touchdown. So it's not like he slowed down that much against the Bears. Otherwise, he sees the Rams, Ravens, 49ers, Steelers, and Browns. Those games could be tough. But again, the extra game helps, and the fact that the offense, once again, goes through Dalvin Cook, and at 14-1, I think he could be a viable option. Now, speaking of another running back who could be in the similar boat, what about Nick Chubb at 16-1? Now, in 2019, where he played a full season, had a great year, 298 rushing attempts, 1,494 rushing yards, eight touchdowns on the ground. In 2020, only played 12 games, but he got in the end zone 12 times, and only just 1,067 rushing yards, again, four games less. And he did a lot of workload also in the air, but you also have to remember that Kareem Hunt is in the mix now, and he's getting a lot of those plays with the dump-off. So that's something to consider, but the Browns also have a very favorable schedule. If Nick Chubb can stay healthy. I like him at 16-1 as well. But in summation, the three guys that I'm narrowing down for NFL Offensive Player of the Year, Patrick Mahomes 7-1, Nick Chubb at 16-1, probably the number one guy I would go with, Delvin Cook at 14-1. All right, so that's going to wrap it up for some NFL discussion tonight. Let's flip it over to the Diamond once again. Pro Sports Better Chuck Edel wrapping things up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play get the most out of all odds with bet rivers daily hometown discounts on boosts on all of your favorite teams only at your hometown sportsbook and to make your experience even more rewarding bet rivers offers the most live streams of major sports instant payouts and only one-time playthrough offer valid in illinois only must be 21 or older gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER not valid for any participant of the illinois gaming board statewide voluntary self-exclusion program to get a hold of the daily hometown discounts once again check them all out betrivers.com all righty, wrapping up a Friday edition of Rush Hour right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for joining us on this Friday evening. We are live out of the Bet River Sportsbook in Des Plaines, Illinois, and a man who grew up in this area, Chuck Edel, ladies and gentlemen, pro sports better, ready to talk some baseball tonight. Chuck, as always, we appreciate you making some time, a sizable slate to get into tonight, so let's just jump right in. Let's start with the Cardinals and the Rockies. Colorado getting the dub last night against a struggling St. Louis team. And the Rockies at home have really been a solid bet so far this year. You can get them as a dog once again with Chichi Gonzalez on the bump, plus 105. Or you can go with Oviedo and the Cardinals at minus 121. High total, Coors Field. That's how it goes. It's at 13 this evening. How are you handicapping this one at Coors Field? Yeah, no question about those uh, Colorado home and road splits. Pretty, uh, pretty strong there. But uh, I didn't really do much on the side. Uh, I did play the total here last night. Went over the uh, over the twelve. You know, Gonzalez um, has not pitched well. Actually, earlier in the year in St. Louis, he 
He faced them, uh, pitched four innings. He gave up eight hits, seven runs. His last 21 in the third innings, he's let up 19 runs. And uh, he doesn't strike out many. And, and in Colorado, that doesn't fare well when you're, you know, you, the, the real successful guys have been able to uh, strike out some guys. So he, he hasn't really fit the Colorado. And uh, on the other side, uh, Vidia, he's been struggling. His last two games versus some weak hitting teams, Pittsburgh, Detroit, he only uh, lasted seven and two-thirds innings to combine both those uh, versus both those teams, 11 runs, six strikeouts, uh, seven walks. So uh, in Colorado with the uh, the thin air here, uh, this is one of their higher to- totals of the year. I do see it creeping up to 13, but I do like it over uh, over the total. If I had to take a side, I would probably bump the trend in the small lean St. Louis here. Okay, yeah, St. Louis minus 121, and again, that total has gone up to 13. Chuck playing it earlier in the night at about 12 or so, and now that's bumped up to 13, but typically seeing a lot of runs at Coors Field. And, you know, Chuck, considering the Cardinals in this game, like we said, I mean, they've been on such kind of a a slow streak here, and we see this from St. Louis time and time again. You and I are Cubs fans, so we're familiar with how St. Louis always creeps up at the end of the year. Are we going to see that again, or is St. Louis maybe just not that good at all this season? Yeah, I don't think, you know, you, you know, you, you got three teams in front of them with Cincinnati Cubs, Milwaukee. I don't know if they're quite uh, going to be able to do what they've done over the past. I think they, uh, they're in a little bit of a, a rebuilding uh, mode now, I think. And uh, uh, let's, uh, let's hope the, uh, the Cubs stay ahead of them. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, we'll see what the Cubs do at the deadline. It's not looking great here on the north side, but it's a little bit yeah, of time for the Cubs to make some magic happen. Hey, at this point, it looks like they're going to be sellers. I mean, they got on that hot streak, and you know, I know you probably thought the same way. It felt a little bit too good to be true. I was never fully in on it, and then we saw what happened against Milwaukee, so I think they're going to be dishing off some pieces. What say you, though? What do you think they're going to do? I mean, I know originally, you know, not that long ago, they said that they might be buying. I'd like to see them get a couple pitchers. I mean, you know, see what could happen. We got a good lineup. See if, like they add a few pitchers to the staff and see what, uh, you know, the division – you know, Milwaukee is heating up a little bit, but, you know, I think they've won nine out of ten, nine in a row. But um, let's let's face it, this division is not that strong. So I, I like to see them make a few moves. Maybe they could win this division. Yeah, I mean, it's still plenty of time to go. And, again, Milwaukee's offense isn't that great. It's just their pitching is outstanding. So if they catch a cold streak, the Cubs can do what they did again. Who knows? Division still could be wide open. So, yeah, we'll see what the Cubs do at the deadline. Should be interesting with some moves throughout the NL Central. Uh, let's take it away and go more so to the AL Central, though, Chuck. Let's talk Twins and Royals tonight. Kansas City, they're on a nine-game losing streak here, but it could be a good matchup tonight with Brady Singer taking on J.A. Happ. And, man, Happ has been struggling so far this season, a 5.51 XFIP. This totals a higher one at 10. You think KC finally breaks that streak this evening? A tough game. I mean, there actually is some short money on uh, going against KC. There's some short money on Minnesota tonight, but... Uh... You know, the, the singer has had some control problems over uh, his last uh, couple of games, and he's he's really had trouble uh, earlier in the year. We know he pitched well, but he's had some problems placing the ball where he wants to. And then uh, on the other end, you mentioned about half. I mean, he's such a hot and cold pitcher, uh, ERA of almost eighth on the road. And, uh, you know, his last game he pitched well against uh, against Cleveland, but he's definitely an up-and-down guy. And, and he's one of those guys whose spin rate, since they made some of the changes, has uh, – dipped a little bit and there and you know there was a lot of sharp money going against him in the last game but he he, he pitched well so it's not always as easy as it, as it looks but 
he is one of those guys that people uh, kind of say he's definitely uh, dropping with the spin rate with the new uh, rules being enforced. So we'll see what happens here tonight. All right, Chuck, then let's move on to 8.38 p.m. Central Time. First pitch scheduled between the Angels and the Orioles. How about Baltimore coming off that three-game sweep over Houston on the road? Angels taking two out of three in the Bronx against the Yanks. Angels with Canning on the mound, a big favorite here, minus 186. Total is at 10 for this one. Looks like the line moved early in favor of Los Angeles. Do you think that's the right movement for this game? Yeah, and part of the reason, you know, you, you know, Baltimore, sure, they are coming off that three-game sweep. Very impressive against Houston. But uh, now tonight they're throwing the young uh, Keegan Aiken going there, and he he's just been awful. Uh, his last three games, Danny, he's pitched 14 innings. He's let up 19 runs, 21 hits, four home runs. And now he's going to go uh, face an L.A. team with Canning, um, who, you know, it's a small sample size, but here, here's a pitcher who's been much better pitching at night this year. Four and one, three point six three ERA compared to during the day, one and three, seven point five two. Again, kind of a small sample size, but uh, I, I, I could only go against Baltimore in this situation with Aiken pitching, and uh, it has moved a lot, uh, like you said, on the LA side. Yeah, I'm with you. I played the Angels a little bit earlier today. The line's getting a little bit too out of hand. You could always do the run line, but even still. I uh, do think it is a good opportunity for the Angels to kind of take down the Baltimore Orioles from a cloud nine as of this point. So we'll see if they can get the job done. Now, what about another team that's been struggling as of late here, Chuck? The Giants on a four-game losing streak. D-backs beat them last night with Merrill Kelly on the mound. Now it's Gallon versus Wood, and Alex Wood did well his first time around against the D-backs. And it looks like, again, the movement's going toward this squad being the Giants. They're up to minus 157. This total's at 8.5. Again, another team I played earlier with San Fran at about minus 139. You think they finally get a win and kind of break their losing streak tonight? Yeah, I'm kind of a fan of the, the kid for uh, Arizona Gallon. I'm probably not a kid anymore, but he, he's got really good stuff. And, uh, he, you know, 39 innings, 46 strikeouts, only 31 hits allowed. And uh, Alex Wood, who started off the season pitching very well, has not been quite as sharp uh, as of late. In fact, his last six games, 29 innings, 25 runs. And uh, it's always a little scary to take Arizona, and uh, you got to kind of hold your nose a little bit. But I, I do like Gallon, and uh, I would probably, uh, well, not probably, I did take a small piece on Arizona when the price got up there. I think I took 140 uh, on the uh, take back there with Arizona. Okay, so we'll be going head-to-head -head out on the West Coast. Never like to be on the opposite <laughs> side as you, Chuck, but we'll see what happens between, uh, there we go, Arizona and San Francisco. So it should be a good pitching matchup, though. You're right. I mean, Gallon has been pretty solid. We'll see if Arizona's bats can stay consistent against San Francisco. So it should be a good one out in the West Coast. Uh, keeping it out on the West Coast. So this game, sure to be a good one as well. How about Boston and Oakland? Now, it looked like it opened at about a pick -em. Total was 8.5, dipped to 8 and then it seems like the money line movement has been going toward the Red Sox, who have been a red-hot squad. They got Rodriguez taking the mound. Montas for Oakland, who, you know, I bet him a couple times, and he just seems to keep going back and forth and back and forth, whether you can rely on him to have a good performance. You ride the hot hand of Boston tonight? I would only look that way. This line actually uh, opened up last night, uh, Oakland minus 125, so we're definitely seeing some... Uh, uh, you know, money coming in on, on, on Boston. And, and Rodriguez is a guy who, you know, you, you look at him and he's, he's got really good stuff too. He, he, he still gives up too many hits and that's kind of been his problem. I mean, he struck out 93 guys in 78 innings, but he's also let up 90, uh, 92 hits. 
And uh, but Boston now they're on a seven-game win streak. They're 20 games over 500. They're playing good ball. And uh, you know I'm a, you know a little disappointed with the pitcher for Oakland. At one time I thought this kid was going to be good when he was coming up, but he's he has struggled a little bit. Uh, another guy who uh, strikes out a lot of guys but gives up a lot of hits. So I'd have a small lean on the uh, Red Sox here with the way they're playing. All right, Chuck, then we got about 45 seconds. Rangers and Mariners, Texas minus 103, Seattle minus 115. How are you playing this one, if at all? A lot of sharp money on Seattle here tonight. I did play Seattle. Uh, definitely some sharp money that way. This line opened up. Uh, I went to Texas minus 120, and now we get, we're looking at Seattle minus 120. So hope the money's right on this one. All right, going with the Mariners, minus 115 currently is where they're at. Chuck, we always appreciate you taking some time to handicap some baseball. Best of luck with those bets, my friend, and we'll look forward to catching up again soon later in the summer. Sounds good. Everybody have a great 4th of July, and we'll talk to you later. You as well. There he is, Chuck Edel, ladies and gentlemen, at Chuck Edel on Twitter. Pro sports better, best in the biz when it comes to baseball and preseason football. Does a phenomenal job handicapping that, so we'll be sure to have him on when we get some of those bets available next month. Can't wait for some NFL action. Well, in case you missed it earlier tonight on the show Rush Hour, let's kind of recap some of the plays that we did have, tease it a little bit when we were just talking with Chuck. But I did play the Giants on the money line, minus 139 against the D-backs. I know Chuck is going the other way, but hopefully San Fran can stop that four-game skid they're on. And tied it with that, how about Alex with their pitcher? I went over 5.5 Ks with him at plus 110. I think it's a really solid price, and he went over that. I think he had 8 Ks last time he went up against the D-backs. And then we also played the Angels, high price, but think it's a good spot against the Orioles, late minus 176. And then for tomorrow, the Hawks and the Bucks, game six. I think Atlanta forces this to game seven. Minus 130 on the money line is what I played, so hopefully we get more basketball action in the Eastern Conference Finals. Best of luck, as always, if you tell. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of Rush Hour. Enjoy the holiday. We'll catch up again soon from all of us here at VEASAN. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.